Hi friends, I'm Jackie Quinn, and you're listening to the Get Uncomfortable Podcast. I've gone from feeling stuck and relying on others for my happiness to waking up every day with the confidence and courage to create the life I want. How did this happen? By changing one simple thing, my mindset. I've learned that if I can manage what's going on inside of me, I can manage what's going on around me, and that with the power of positivity, our reality shifts. This podcast is about helping you see the world and yourself in a brighter light. The stories and insight shared will inspire you to get outside of your comfort zone and reclaim your power to create the life you dream of. So friends, are you ready to get uncomfortable? Uh, 2020, what a fucking year, my friends. As many of us are ready to get the fuck out of this mad year that the simulation has put us in, it is equally important for us to take a moment to reflect on all that this year has brought us. And I know that there are many people that have had a much worse year than I did. I honestly look back on this year and the negative opinions I have of this year really just come down to inconveniences, but they're not total disasters. I mean, It's been annoying that Coachella was canceled, that gyms and restaurants are closed, that I couldn't go to Hawaii, that I can't see my family and friends. I mean, hello though, these are first world problems. I also look at the bigger picture and see how many people have faced real tragedies like losing their jobs, their loved ones, their businesses, just struggling to make ends meet or feeling overwhelmed by it all. I mean, the mental health of our world has been deeply impacted. I'm not here to talk about the negative shit, though. I'm really not. It may be naive of me to always want to turn a blind eye to the things that make my heart sad, but that opinion of mine has a strong purpose as well. Long before the dark cloud that is 2021 came upon us, I've always believed that there is meaning behind every challenge we face in life, that every seemingly wrong turn is actually leading us down the right path that everything in life is meant to teach us a lesson or lead us to something far greater than what we could ever dream of for ourselves. I wholeheartedly believe that it is this mindset of mine that is what has kept my year so bright. It's also because of this that I know that no matter what life wants to throw my way, I'll be able to handle it. We all can, my friends. So I wanted to share with you the five lessons I learned in 2020. One, to slow down. Two, you are right where you are meant to be. Three, stop caring so much you'll stress yourself out. Four, your actions affect others. And five, it's okay to not accomplish your goals. So first one, slow down. Now, this lesson is pretty ironic because if you go back and listen to my New Year's Eve podcast that I did with ISO last year... We literally talk about how he wants to slow down in 2020, and I fight him on it. I say that I'm here to speed up. Now, there's more to come on that naive perspective later, but obviously, to no surprise, the world shut down, and we all had to stay home, blah, blah, blah. We were all there for that. But what I found is how much I enjoy slowing down. Unpopular opinion alert, I enjoy quarantine. I have always been so outgoing, I keep a booked social calendar, I go, 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 but being forced to stay home has made me genuinely love not making plans. I take my relaxation seriously now. It's also crucial to only say yes to things that you actually want to be doing, 
instead of saying yes to any plan simply so I could say that I was doing something, is not the most fulfilling way to be spending your time. As we're all learning, time is very precious, and I want to be in the moment at all times doing what fills my heart and recharges my soul. And if that means staying in on a Saturday night, then that's what I'm going to do. At first, I really fought this idea in my head of slowing down because I felt like a grandma, and grandmas aren't fun. I'm a thriving, vivacious 25-year-old in my prime, but I came to realize that it's okay that this chapter of my life of partying is over with. It really is. I do not need to be at the bars all weekend long anymore, blowing my paycheck and forgetting how I did it. I'm just not that person anymore. There was and is nothing wrong with those choices, but that is just not how I choose to live my life today. I guess you can say that I'm growing up. There is beauty in taking life slowly. There is less stress. If you have nowhere to be, then there is nothing to worry about. And moving into 2021, I'm going to be okay with a slower-paced lifestyle. Mindfully choosing the things I commit myself to and understanding that there isn't anything wrong with slowing down in life, life isn't going anywhere. It's actually right here in front of you, my friends. This shifts right into my second lesson of 2020. You are right where you are meant to be. I did an entire podcast on this in February prior to COVID-19 hitting the streets, but it is still a lesson I needed to take in this year and was reinforced time and time again. Everything in life has its own timing, and I mean everything. We may think we know what is best for us or how plans should go, but there is nothing that you can ever expect in life. Just expect the unexpected, as they say. What this means for us, though, is that whatever you're going through, whatever standstill you may feel you're in right now, it's okay. Where you are at in this moment of your life not only is just a tiny moment in your overall life, but there are lessons and reasons for you to be where you're at. For example, something that many of you may be able to relate to. Many of my friends are beginning to feel the struggle of the jobs they're in, but they don't yet feel comfortable leaving their jobs to pursue something else based on the fragility of the job market at the moment. And let me tell you, this is okay. The stable job you have right now, though it may not be your dream job, is providing for you right now. And that is enough. Sometimes that is all we need to focus on to get through things. In conjunction with my need to slow down and realizing that I am right where I'm meant to be, I felt that most of 2018 and 2019, I really struggled with the need to figure it out. You know what I'm talking about? I felt that I was so behind on creating a business for myself or growing my skills or making my mark on the world. It would cause me so much frustration and confusion of not being where I thought I needed to be. But the funny thing is, I would be comparing myself to people with decades of more life experience than me. One day, I will have the same amount of life experience as those that I'm comparing myself to, but in the meantime, I have to live for now. I have to take in all of the hard moments, the opportunities, the joy, to then be able to provide the wisdom and lessons that I so desperately want to share and help others with. Going into 2021, I no longer am in a rush to be something, because everything happens in its own timing. Everyone's lives were put on hold this year, so I'm not behind. You are not behind, my friends. If anything, I'm doing just fine by no longer comparing my journey to anyone else's. Life doesn't need to be sped up. I don't want to miss anything. I want to be right here where I'm supposed to be. 
All right, on to the next one, lesson number three. Stop caring so much, you'll stress yourself out. Okay, so there is some serious balance in this lesson from 2020. As we all know, life is a balance, so you have to care, but not care too much. And I've been leaning way heavier on the caring too much scale. This year has gotten us all fired up about all of the things. And I think that's really good and healthy and necessary for us to be more in tune with our own needs, the needs of others, and the needs of our communities, country, and world. And I'm not saying to stop caring, but this year in many ways put a lot into perspective. First of all, we all fucking die anyway. And I know that may not be something you typically hear me say, but it's true. Well, actually, it might not be true. Um, I'm learning that we are on trajectory to turn into robots in this lifetime. But anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Life is short, so goddamn short. So why not do whatever makes your heart happy? I never want to live my life in fear, which is how so many people have been living their lives lately. This life is meant to be enjoyed. We are meant to be creative and have fun and laugh. We are not supposed to be taking things so seriously. It was my job that made me realize this. After I would become so emotionally invested and stressed about things that did not require my emotional worry. Time and time again, the advice from my friends would be to stop caring so much. But how am I supposed to stop caring? I mean, this is my job. This is something that I want to succeed at. This is something that needs my help. And this is all true, and I continue to work hard and put in my best effort. But there is no need to carry the weight of your job, your relationship, your worries with you all day long. There are some areas of your life that you just need to leave where they are. When we care too much about things that they then consume our thoughts, our conversations, our nighttime dreams or nightmares, however you want to look at it, it's time to check ourselves. Is whatever you're stressing about what you should be focusing your attention on at this moment? The best advice I received was from The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. He is all about living in the present moment and it is the most transformational book I've ever read. He explains worrying as living in the past or the future. We are either concerning ourselves with something that has already happened, reliving that moment that has already occurred, or we're visualizing the future in a negative connotation, either imagining a conversation or playing out a worst case scenario. When in reality, right now, in this moment, are you dealing with the issue? Is there something that can or needs to be done right now? No. Typically, the answer is going to be no. Right now, you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you're doing an activity while this is playing in your ears. Maybe you're driving or working out. That is what you're doing right now. This is where your attention should be. Here. Now. In the present. Overindulgence in anything is not healthy, including how much you care about something. I can tell you this, though. You can never care too deeply for yourself and your mental health. Setting boundaries is a great way of doing that. What I took away from learning not to care too much about work is that I started setting boundaries for myself as to when I would check my email or respond to messages. I no longer shared stories about work, positive or negative, with my boyfriend or roommate because either way, it caused me to relive those moments with emotion, thus bringing me out of the present. I also started to reprioritize my mornings. My morning routines were something I used to commit to regularly, but I fell off. 
Getting back on my meditation practice and spending time on me every morning has greatly regulated my emotions and mindset to take on the day with a more carefree attitude. Getting myself into balance is what we like to call it. Lesson number four, your actions affect others. I was getting out of my car to walk into the grocery store yesterday, and I do this often, but I take a look at everyone wearing a mask, and I think, who would have guessed that we would all be rocking face masks in 2020? Like, we all got on the same page about something. I think back to pre-COVID grocery store trips and gazing at everyone around me would make me think of how separate I feel from each person, how each person there is living their own life, and I have no clue what it's like. But now, there are things that we all have in common, things that we can visibly see that remind us, hey, you're not so different from me after all, you're living in the same as crazy world as me. Through BLM, politics, COVID, and more, we are reminded of how not so different we are from one another, that there is much more strength when we all come together. For many of us, we have woken up, started paying attention to the news, started sharing our voices on what's important to us. We've realized how we are so much more connected than we've ever realized. We depend on one another to have thriving businesses and to keep each other healthy, We need each other to share perspectives so we can help one another feel seen and heard. We need the participation of everyone to make this world a better place. When I got COVID, it was such a big wake-up call that how I live my life can deeply impact others, even if I don't realize it. If I had chosen to go out when I was sick or not wash my hands or not wear my mask, I could be endangering other people. It was no longer just about me and my inconvenience of being sick. I had a responsibility to not spread it. And this goes for not just COVID, but any time you or I are sick. I also look at this from the viewpoint of my positivity and how I choose to share it. My optimism can truly change someone's day around. My peaceful energy can be felt by everyone around me. My dedication to vibrating at a higher level and feeling good at all times rises the collective vibration of the entire world. You and your actions and your thoughts and your energy is never too small, my friends. We are all pieces of this giant pie. We all play an important role. We all have purpose. We are all connected. Recognize that the small actions you take to better yourself or to speak your truth is helping everyone around you. Heading into 2021, I'm keeping the collective at the forefront of my thoughts. How can I do things for myself that can also help others? How can I help and show up for others in a way that is balanced for me? How can I always make sure my energy is in check? Everything I do affects everyone around me, and I always want to be showing up as my best self for myself and for others. And finally, lesson number five, it's okay to not accomplish your goals. (gasps) Miss, you can do anything is telling you not to achieve your goals. Yes, this may just be one of the most important lessons I've come to realize this year. At the beginning of every year, I set 10 goals for myself to achieve, and I work really hard throughout the year, adjusting where necessary to reach them all. It's a fun challenge that I do for myself that keeps me driven in various areas of my life and just gives me something to continuously work towards. As 2020 progressed, as we would all assume... There were many things on my goals list that were either really difficult to complete or just completely unreachable. The closing of hiking paths during the spring, which is 
prime hiking season made it difficult for me to complete six new hiking paths. The closing of the Hawaiian Islands made it impossible to travel there. I really wanted to speak at an open mic night, but there are just no live events happening. It was also really difficult for me to rearrange my goals. It was hard this year to set your sights on anything when things were so uncertain. It could be really easy for anyone to feel defeated in a situation like this, but instead, I took it as a learning lesson that we don't always need to pressure ourselves to achieve things, especially if there are changes beyond our control or even if we no longer feel inspired to do them. It's common for us to feel like failures when we say we are going to do something and then we don't. This is different from being a flake. Don't ever be a flake, my friends. This is when sometimes things just don't work out in life for whatever reason, and that is okay. Let me say it again. It is okay to not accomplish your goals. Failure is such a heavy word that I do not like. To me, not achieving something is a redirection. We all have things that we want to pursue and we may fall out of alignment with. We may stop feeling passionate about something. We may feel like we no longer want it in our lives. This is okay. When we set goals, it's still important to challenge ourselves. It's still necessary for us to get uncomfortable. When we set the bar high and crush our goals, especially if it's something that we once felt was out of our reach, there is this indescribable feeling of pride. But don't take the alternative as a sign of defeat. If you've tried your hardest, if there was something out of your control, or if it no longer feels right in your heart, it's okay to move on. I take this mindset with me entering 2021 as I prepare for my next round of goals for the year. I keep in mind that these restrictions and unforeseen circumstances can disrupt these goals, but I also keep in mind, knowing what I know now, on how I can maneuver success even during unprecedented times. And that's a wrap, my friends. These were my biggest lessons of 2020, all wrapped up in a pretty little bow for you. My words of wisdom that I pass along, my gift to you. I leave you with this. This time in our lives is such a minuscule part of the grand scheme of things. It's literally like when you were a teenager and your parents would tell you it's not the end of the world and you felt like it was the end of the world. This is me telling you as an adult, we still have a whole lot of life to live. I hope that this year brought you your own unique set of lessons that you can take with you into 2021. Most of all, I hope that within those life lessons, your perspective has shifted to see this world in a brighter light. Wishing you a healthy and abundant new year, my friends. Thank you so much for listening, friends. It means the world to get to share some light with you today. If you found value in this episode, please share it with one of your friends. You can always screenshot and share this episode to your Instagram and tag me at Jacqueline underscore Q. I love being able to see and respond to these posts. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave a rating and review because it helps inspire me to keep providing valuable content for you. And if you're still craving more, you can always head over to my website, JacquelineQ.com, to sign up for my newsletter so I can directly send you some Monday motivation every week. I'll talk to you soon.